That Blues, Royal Blue family, you got Harry, you got Charlie, you got George now, George Hewitt in the midfield. How good are they looking? Burden stood up, Martin might kick the goal, kicks, rolls it through, Blues back in front. Cottrell, long one, Mackay in good marking shape, Motlock ground level, got his second in the quarter. Fisher gets another look at it and misses, no! Chera sweeps a handball forward. Can they finish? Grips from 52. Over the top. And bounces it through. Doherty. He's almost within range. He goes long. Monstrous. He's been the story of the season. The Blues are back, baby. G'day Blue Baggers and welcome to the Blues Footy Podcast. It's your host Jed here alongside my co-host Bolt. Welcome. How are we? Good mate, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Well, I like winning, so another nice <laughs> win after the bye, which is refreshing. You're always a lot better after a win. Well, that's pretty natural, isn't it? Oh, it definitely is. It definitely is. Um, and it's understanding, considering uh, the amount of time that you invest into the Blues uh, immediate thoughts after the game, and we'll we'll get straight into all the usual things soon. But immediate thoughts after the game, and uh, anything that jumps out off the page from the win. Well, I guess my immediate thoughts was what a boring game of football. It was a bit of a snooze fest at the G on a cold winter's Sunday. But um, oh, it was, it was pretty comfortable, wasn't it? We're in control for most of the game, or the whole game, really. Mm. Um, it was feet up. I'll be honest, five minutes into the game, I thought, nah, they, they have not turned up. Yeah. I wasn't I, worried in the slightest. I thought maybe, you know, they got a little bit of a run on in the third quarter. I thought you wouldn't want this to get within four or five goals, but we didn't let it get to that. So, no, we controlled the game really well. We saw it out and ended up going again to get it back out to a game high 10 goals at the Sirens. So, no, it was a good performance. And I think we've seen... You know, albeit against Gold Coast and Hawthorne, our last two wins have shown a little bit more of a dynamic and different Carlton model, which has been very refreshing. Um, but obviously, the tests are to come in the next fortnight. Certainly will. Uh, the next couple of games are going to be very, very uh, telling, I should say. Um, but yeah, I, I did genuinely think it was a bit of a feed-up sort of game from really early. Like, it was clear that... Hawthorne weren't matching us. Um, and yeah, I, actually, you know that I rate them. Yeah. Oh, and you know I didn't think that we were a great chance of winning going no, into the day. No, it reeked of a little bit of danger, especially coming off the bye and seeing the trends throughout the last month. But they've been going okay this year. They're, they're, as in they're very young. They're very bipolar. As in, I watched them against the Gold Coast last weekend and they were absolutely insipid. But then, but then, they then the, week the, before, or the week before they beat Brisbane. Mm, so, true. You know, so it's Hawthorne's very up and down. You know, probably a completely different outfit without Sicily mm. behind the ball. Um, completely different. So, no, it was it was a good win. As in, you know, you can't have a bad 10-goal win, can you? No, no. Um, straight into the player analysis, let's start with the back line. Uh, and I think that there was a clear defender of the day bolt being Mr. Jacob Wiedering. Yeah, he was absolutely superb. As And look... 
he's had a really good five weeks now, you know, from the Sydney game onwards. He has really hasn't put a foot wrong. He was brilliant. Just set, He completely set up the game for us in the first half. Um, rock solid, you know, back to his best form. Nothing went past him. No, and it's, exa- and, and, and it's exactly what we need. As in, you know, J- we, completely different uniform with Jacob Wiedering being at his stunning best. And he was very good. He played on the very good forward as well in Mitch Lewis, who, you know, is no easy beat. And he kicked a couple of goals um, after halftime. Mm, I think well, given that he kicked a goal before halftime, <laughs> I thought I, I thought there was a stage. I, I was the only interesting element of the game was whether Carlton were going to keep a clean sheet or not at halftime. First time in 19 <laughs> years we've kept the opposition goalless to the half. It's crazy. Um, bit of a you know historic moment for us. Um, <laughs> very proud of the boys. No, but Weedering was sensational. He's been in unbelievable ripping form the last five weeks after a terrible start so I think there's a big difference as well obviously his defending is it's he's done a full 180 his defending's incredible one-on-ones uh intercepting even everything about his defensive game is now back to his best from what it was in the past sort of two to three years but I think something which has noticeably improved as well over the past month has been his disposal of the ball against Brisbane the Bulldogs particularly the Collingwood game as well I thought he's disposal was terrible and he'd really yeah. lost that sort of reliability with ball in hand but the last month and especially yesterday I feel like he's he's cutting the game open again from the back line his vision's fantastic for a full back I really think his disposal's improved out of sight as well you know he's going very well and luckily as we sit here on this Monday night he's been given no case to answer at the tr- you know with the match review officer this week so mm. he'll be free to play the dockers and there was even talk he might get two weeks for the little love tap on Lloyd Meeks. So <laughs> it's not, and, and I actually think I actually thought he was going to get rubbed out for a week. Come on, so bro. no, I do. I haven't even seen the incident, but well, no, I, th- <laughs> I think it's, I haven't seen a replay. Uh, I, should say. I think it's relatively lucky, but um, it's obviously you know it's almost you know you go into that Fremantle game without weedering and potentially no Ruckman again, where Young would have to ruck, and you look at the key defender options, and you think it would have been almost a hole too big to fill going into the Fremantle game. So it's almost a bit of a game swinger having Wiedering available. Mm, it definitely is. Uh, taking a look at our other defenders, let's speak about the late in Lewis Young. He came in uh, for De Koning. Obviously, he was the ruck for the day, but also played in the back line. Um, thoughts on his performance, Bolt? Oh, he was not great. He was all right. As in... Well, Full-time ruck. Fair to say he's probably going to be the one to make way for Deconing or Pitonet if either of them are fit. Yeah, 100%. Um, I, I don't think there's a doubt about that. Yeah, he's in, obviously a bit of a... Look, he played that position in 2021 at the Dogs through a final series. You know, well, he was the backup ruck. Well, it was kind of when Beveridge threw the magnets around and English was almost playing at full forward, really. Mm. And Young was rucking a lot. So it's not like it's too foreign to him, but it's pretty foreign at Carlson, but... Mm. Um, no, he, look, he wasn't great, but really, at the end of the day, was it noticeably that much worse than what Pittenhead or DeConning are capable of? I don't think it would be the difference between winning and losing, necessarily, no. between him and DeConning, given that was the... I didn't notice a single difference. No. I can't tell you and one look, thing. And it, well, we might this I, week. We had Reeves and Meek this week. We're coming no, no, into Darcy and Jackson. No, no, so, no, we no. might be a bit more there. No, but it was fine. It, it was fine. It wasn't great. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think that... My comment is, I guess, a compliment to him. I think it's more 
you know, the fact that I didn't notice a difference, what does that say about our other rucks? But what I will say is I noticed a difference when Silvani went in. I thought Silvani was particularly good in the ruck, but we'll get to him later on. Um, Chincotta and Boyd, I thought more of the same. Both played pretty well. I liked Boyd's tackling efforts this week. Um, didn't see much of Chincotta. No, but- not at all. Chincotta didn't have a great day at all. Um, not a good day for Didn't Chincotta. see much of him, but didn't really see much of their small forwards either. No, well, the ball wasn't there much. Well, Newman had Bruce for company as well, and Newman was very, very good again. He did a superb job, but um, no, and then Boyd, Boyd but no, Boyd was fine as again. Boyd was good. Um, and then Kemp, I thought Kemp played pretty well. Yep, I thought Kemp played pretty well too. Um, once again, good disposal of the ball and just chopping and intercepting well. Thought he had a good game, and I thought McGovern was pretty good as well. Yes, McGovern was very good. Um, McGovern's kicking out of the back line this week. I thought it's actually probably a theme. I thought the 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 exiting the the disposal exiting 50 was clearly better. Yeah, well, it wasn't like, as much some, pressure it, I get. It, it, it was probably the, our number one knock almost is was, our exit the way that we exit D50. Couldn't have gotten an easier day for Weider um for McGovern playing off the resting ruckman down there. So yeah. it was a good day for him. And I guess with Kemp, I thought Kemp was pretty good as well. The the only knock on Kemp is his direct opponent being Fergus Green had five shots on goal, which, you know, isn't the most ideal mm. scenario. You know, he missed the same set shot three times in a row in the first half. <laughs> but, no, I, I, Kemp's... I, look, I think Kemp's pretty firmly stapled himself into this team at the expense of Lewis Young as the second tall down there. Yeah. Uh, moving into the midfield, 27... Well, dis- well the back line, well, it was great to see Doherty back to the half-back line. Yes, sorry. How can I forget about the Doc? Um, great to see him. 26 finally, from back there. Finally moved to the half-back line. Um, barely had any time at centre bounces, which was just fabulous to see and makes us, as I've been going on for the whole year, a much better side back there. Um, Zero CBAs, but uh, yep. yes, 26 and a goal for the Doc. He had five tackles, six marks, five score involvements, 18 pressure acts, 400 metres gains, uh, three inside 50s, two D50. He was great. He was he good. He was great. And then Sadi. True, I've forgotten about a couple defenders here. Sadi, well, Sadi, I thought he was good. Yeah, I no, don't, I, I don't, I don't think he. It was, wasn't. Was, it wasn't a trademark. No, Adam no, definitely wasn't a trademark Sadi performance. There was a lot of chip chip in the back line, so yeah. it probably inflates the numbers a little bit. I was gonna say but, he um, didn't. He didn't have to do much. No, he didn't. Um, midfield bolt twenty-seven and two this week. Our John Nichols medalist. I'm gonna call it on tonight's show. He can't lose. He yeah, can't if he lose stays from on the, here. If he stays on the park, he won't lose. You've been on him all year. He was the man who you said would be our most improved player this year. You put a massive asterisk next to his name coming into the season and said, watch this space. And Mr. Adam Chera has delivered. I'm absolutely confident that we will be sitting here in a couple months' time and he'll have a medal around his neck. He is he's unbelievable. Yeah, it was a clear three-vote game. He got the 10 coaches' votes as well. He was phenomenal. Just such... And I say, oh, I feel like I'm, I feel like a broken record. Just works both sides of the centre square so well. He's kicked kick, two yeah, as well. Hits the scoreboard. You know, another six clearances. Just brilliant. Very, very accomplished performance. And he's in ripping Nick. And I tell How you what, that? I've been going on about it for three weeks now. The All Australian sirens have to start being rung for this guy. Well, he's officially in my team now. He's, he, he's been uh, in my squad all year, but he's been in your team for the last two weeks, is it? Yeah, I think three now. 
And now it's, he's he's entered the, mine. The sirens are ringing on Adam Chera, and maybe he might get shafted a bit, given that you know he's not getting as much media hype and his team's not going well. But I think those that watch the boys every week, as in this guy's a standout performer, very quite consistently. His averaging, performance hasn't deviated all year. No, it hasn't. He's averaging twenty-seven disposals uh, this year, uh, averaging a goal every two games. Uh, averaging five clearances. His numbers are all either above average or elite. If you look at the AFL stats, uh, averaging five inside 50s, going at 77% efficiency. Um, You know, he's averaging 21 effective disposals a week. So that's elite numbers in the AFL. Uh, He's dominating. He's completely... just been brilliant. He's completely dominating this season. And-, and he goes back to his old club this weekend. And if you recall last year when we went over to Perth and played Fremantle, um, it was probably his first really, really good performance in Navy Boy. He was exceptional over there. And mm. I'm sure they'll greet him very nicely like they did last time where they'll bill him about 33 times for the game. Mm. <laughs> um, but no, no, no. Chera's just keeps on keeping on. He's a gun. Yeah, he is. Uh, midfield. Uh, sorry, rest of the midfield. Yes, uh, Acres twenty-two and a goal yes. off a wing. Definitely was an improved performance. Oh, he's improved. He, I, thought, I think he'd been the Brownlow votes. Yeah, I agree. But I think it's worth noting he's had a he's he's for, he's been in a form rut, but it was good to see him perform well uh, yesterday. So well, he was on the same wing as the other available winger from last year's trade period in Carl Amon, and absolutely. Towed him up. Well, yeah, he he completely creamed him. Akers was fabulous yesterday. Very, very good performance from Akers. I think he's gotten a lot of... He's copped Flack. it this year. Yeah, no, which, you know, a lot of that... You know, I've, you can't excuse bad disposals. So no, I get, no, no. I get it. But at the same time, I think he's proven that he's a very valuable play for us. You know, when he's, when he's up and firing like that, you know, it's... Makes the world of difference. He was very good. Eight tackles as well from your winger. Just superb stuff. Team high. Um, no, he was he was exceptional acres from the get-go as well. Cripps? Cripps was very good as well. I think was, that could be a 3-2-1, Cher Acres, Cripps. Yeah, there's probably another one I reckon I'd have in the votes, but we'll touch on him later. Because it might be a bit of an interesting one, but Cripps was very, very good as well. Um, I loved... You know, provided a bit of X-Factor, didn't he? When, he, when Even when he went a bit forward of the ball, but... His possession was just... God, he was good yesterday, Cripps. As in, you know, some of those really loopy kicks through the middle of the ground, the handballing, he he was exceptional. He had a... I feel like he had a part in... I don't know how many score involvements he had, but I feel like he had a part in so many scoring chains. He was just... He was superb, Cripps. He was very, very good. He was outstanding. And you mentioned score involvements. He had 10, so... Right. And three direct goal assists, yeah, so... Yeah, he was very good. That's where the, the proof is in the pudding there. Um, but let's go through... Well, I guess with Doherty exiting the midfield, we saw the emergence at centre bounces of David Cunningham. Yes. Um, which has been a nice mix-up to the midfield rotation. A bit of a different dynamic in there. And I thought Cunningham, first half in particular, was superb. He was probably, if not best on, probably second best on yeah. to half time. No, he was right there. Um, probably could have afforded to even sub him off, really, when the game was mm. buried. But um, no, Cunningham was very, very good. Two goals and also two direct goal assists. So I, I think goal assists, they're basically as good as goals. Yeah, well, for sure. 
Um, seven score involvements, four marks. He had the 18 pressure acts, four tackles, uh, and of course, 16 disposals at 90% efficiency. So he was fantastic. He was very good. Um, it's just, it's really added a good dynamic for the midfield group, I think. Well, it's been exactly what we're missing is the pace. Yeah. A bit of, a bit of slick class pace, just a bit of dash running through there. Our midfield is obviously very one paced. Um, or has looked very one-paced, I should say. So to add Cunningham in there, and I think another one who we added in there at in, for patches was Fogarty, who we'll speak about later on. But yeah, um, yeah pretty happy with his performance, Cunners. And it, it, it begs, well, not begs, it opens a very interesting discussion on, you know, whether he'll be there next year. Because I think that, really, his papers were pretty much stamped. And now he's back in the team. He's only played two games and... They have been against, you know, with all due respect, lower quality opposition. But he's definitely shown something that's worth looking at and worth taking into consideration of whether we give him an extension. Yeah. Oh, well, I think he's got two more months to play to this standard. And if we see him impacting the way he has over the last fortnight, it's almost impossible not to give him another contract at this rate. Mm, It is. uh, Walsh. Yeah, no, Walsh was good again, I thought. Um not too much to report home on Walsh. You know, he accumulated. He ran a bit with the footy. Um, once again, got down and dirty. Seven tackles. He's been shoved out onto a wing bolt. Walshy? Yeah. Like, he's obviously... I don't know. I thought he played shouldn't... most of the game through the middle. When I say he's been shoved out onto a wing, I should rather say he's playing more of an outside role. Well, yeah. But I think that's where we best utilise him. Mm. I don't know. There's something he's not... He's not... I know, obviously, the standard, he set the bar extremely high, but that 2021 season, I mean, you saw, you just want, you want that. You want that Sam Walsh back. You do? Like, he, he hasn't been that this year. He's no, been, I think quite. he's been good without being great. Yeah, no, that's a fair evaluation. He was, and I'm he, not I trying to be pretty, harsh here. No, he's I, don't think, a, I don't think it's harsh. I, I think he was pretty good. Hmm. Um, but no, I don't think his roles change necessarily. I just think maybe it's, his possessions aren't as damaging as they were 24 yeah. months ago. No, it's not, I shouldn't say... Not we, a lot of scoreboard just, I just see him playing a lot more outside. But yeah, not a lot but of scoreboard impact. I think that's what impact. we want him, isn't it? It is, but he's, I just feel like he gets most... You've got, you got enough people at the coalface. But he gets most of his disposals on the wing. Well, yeah, Carlton play through the wings. Mm, I just... I don't know. I I feel like Walsh at his best is this explosive, hard to tackle, slick midfielder who runs straight through the guts and just takes yeah, the game but, on. But I think well, that that's Carlton been drained do, out of him. Well, Carlton don't do that. Well, they don't allow him to do that. Yeah, no, I don't think I I don't think his roles change in the slightest. To be honest, I don't think he didn't start many, if any, centre bounces on a wing yesterday. No, no, no. When I say I shouldn't say that was the right. I more say he's getting his ball on the wing and he's playing on the outside. I I, I don't... I think most of our play comes from the... Mm. No, I agree. I just... With it, not from the if middle you, third. If you think of the best Sam Walsh moments, they're all straight through the well, middle. Well, yeah, I think that's with anyone at Carlton. That's how we want to play more regularly. Um, Matt Kennedy? Matt Kennedy. It was a pretty bad day for Kennedy. He, I thought, he should, I thought he was, he'd be the one to make way for Hewitt. He didn't do much. He was terrible. He didn't have much. Terrible's a bit. He didn't have an impact. Yeah, that's terrible. His <laughs> kicking was appalling. 
I don't know what he kicked at, but he was... Well, yeah, he went at 44%. You know, that's disgusting. Mm, that is no, not yeah, great. Kennedy didn't have a very good day no, at all. I no, thought he'd that's, be the, that's not good I numbers. thought he'd be the full guy for Hewitt, just given it was a bit like for like um, come the last quarter, but it didn't really matter who went off, did it? But um, no, it wasn't a good day for Kennedy. Who went off again? Charlie Kerno. Did Kerno? I had no idea. Yeah. Kerno got sucked. Bit, ir- bit irresponsible in a tight Coleman race. That is the first time that I heard that. Yeah. I thought it was Jack Martin. Yeah, that's who... I thought it was Owies. Well, oh, I sit on the side of the ground where you can see who's on the bench. That is and- complete news to me. I that, I reckon that's the first time I actually yeah, did no, not know how sub was. Yeah, Kerno went off. It didn't matter. No, the no, 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 no. I don't care. But in a tight Coleman race... You know, oh, no, I'd, I'd agree with you. Um, Could have got a couple... He gave a couple off as well, yeah, Charlie. It's very interesting. Uh, yeah, well, no. George came off the bench, six touches in a quarter, nothing to report on there. Yeah. Forward line, speaking of Charlie, he kicked three, probably should have kicked four or five, missed a couple. Yep, and um, dished a couple off as well. Yeah, very unselfish. Yes. As per, he, he'd he have to be the most unselfish full forward in the game, and it just so happens he's leading the Coleman. Well, he's coming second in the Coleman. Yes. Well, Do you not agree? How yeah, unselfish well, he, he's, is he? He's coming first if you rank it without including racist people. Yeah. So he's coming first in the good guys books in the Coleman. Um, <laughs> but um, no, Kerno was good again. Nine marks. I'll tell you what. I've seen, obviously, I've supported the team my whole life with some doozy coaches. But I thought this one took the cake on the weekend. Josh Weddle. Young Josh Weddle might have been playing game seven or eight. You flaky halfback flanker went and took Kerno one out in the goal square for the first half. What's that? It's what's that? What kind of a matchup's that? Weddle on Kerno. Oh, I was just finger licking good, really. Looking at watching him run down to the to King Charlie, but um, no, Charlie was superb, wasn't he? Could have um, three goals doesn't even do the performance justice. No, it doesn't. Um, he was great. I thought Harry was better, though. Well, this is the guy I think will be in the Brownlow votes. Really? Yeah, I thought I thought Herschel was fabulous. Yeah, I I said it when he kicked his second. Uh, when he no, it wasn't. Who did he? Who did he assist? He had an assist. Yeah, to Kerno, running down the wing. Yes, yes. Got past blank. When, yeah, I, I said at that moment. Yeah, he's been almost best on for us today. Well, that was the first quarter. No, no, when, no. He dished it off to Cunningham. It was meant for Kerno. Hit no. Cunningham first quarter. No, no, no. I'm talking about down the other end. Oh. It was in the fourth quarter. Fair. I can't even remember. Sorry, it, it was a goal. It was his snap. Oh, okay, yeah. I oh, his own he, goal. Yeah, his own yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah. I remember thinking, yeah, he's he's probably being close to best on. Yeah, no, he Mackay was unbelievable. As in eight marks, five tackles for Big Herschel, five sh- six shots on goal, really. One snap didn't make the distance. Um, mm. So, you know, obviously only the two goals, but he's 11 just, score involvements. He and was very good. Four direct goal assists. So yeah. Well, you, you'd, expect, you'd expect nothing less when you're playing on, as his name suggests, blank. <laughs> uh, let's speak about Lockie Fogarty. He was very good as well, I thought. Like, I think that he has been, in his two games, he's probably, like... He's, he's clearly... His two games have been better than any Motlop and Durden games this oh, year. undoubtedly. And they've probably been, been better than most of Owie's games I don't this year. Want, yeah, I, was gonna, I don't want to jump at shadows, but I think that was quite clearly the best individual performance from a small forward in Navy Blue this year. Yep. 
Yep, I can agree with that. I thought he was very, it was just very well rounded. Only the had one a bunch, goal had a bunch of CBAs as well, yeah, so he no. was running through the midfield. He was really good, and he brings the heat a bit. He's, he actually gets to the fore of the ball quite nicely, whereas you know little Motlop and Durden had been avoiding the. I, I want to speak about him in more depth, Bolt, because I think that there's way more to this than just saying he had a good game. Let's take a look at his career to date at Carlton. So his first year. He came in 2021, was it? Yes. First year, came in, started like a house on fire. I think it's fair to say his first month in Navy Blue, he was top five in our... In, well, no, he was top... Th- I remember at the time, he was probably a top three to five player in the team at the time. He was dominating. Keep going. Uh, dropped off a bit. Dropped off pretty quickly, actually. Well, he dropped off the face of the earth. Um. Got dropped, I remember, in the back half of his first year. And that was really surprising to us. We thought it was a bit stiff. I think he got dropped after the round 11 game against Sydney, the SCG, in 2021. Uh, I'm taking... If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> this would be crazy. Uh, he did. <laughs> that is crazy, crazy, crazy knowledge. Anyway, he got dropped that game, spent two weeks out, came back in and played the next five games and then went out again and then finished the year in the team. So he played basically most of the first year, 17 games in his first year at Carlton. Um, And yeah, I thought he was quite good. I think we left that season thinking he was definitely going to be in the 22 the following year. 2022 comes along. It's clear that he just didn't, he wasn't really um, part of Michael Voss's plans. He played in round two as the sub, played in round three as the sub and, um, sorry, round four against the Gold Coast. He played two of the first four games as the sub and then played as the sub against Richmond I in round 14. Unused. That unused. Night, yeah. uh, and then, of course, this year he comes in in round 14 and he's now played two in a row. So, really, he, you can't count last season because he basically just didn't feature. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, I think they've given him a crack now and he's playing well. It begs the question, considering how little we've got in the forward line why is it taken this long to see him well i, I think, think it's, i think i was going on about this i couldn't an, believe he wasn't being an, picked it's an indictment on the coaching and, the, and the selection team completely it, agree with you it's I a complete joke i was asking for Motlop to be dropped and no one was listening to me at the club and yeah is it it's not that i necessarily wanted to see fogarty i just thought you know how much worse can he be than Motlop and durden and owies and five game honey and um, the answer was not much worse at all. No, he's always been better. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a bit of a question to be answered there. Why has it taken so long to see him? There was clear quality there in his first year, and he deserved to have a, an actual crack last year. He never got it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's fair to say, and you can laugh at me for saying this, but we've seen way more good than we have bad in his time at Carlton. Of Fogarty. We, we just, yeah, there's I, a lot that we yeah. just haven't seen. Yeah. But he hasn't really ever been that bad. Like, I, he deserves better than what we've given him. And I hope that, you know, he really continues to play well and keeps his spot because he's been better than what we've got in that position. Um, moving on, and we will wrap up the player analysis in a sec, but Jack Silvani thought he was great. Um, definitely an improvement on, I guess his performances over the last couple of months. Um, yeah, given he didn't really play on anyone 
that amazing, but I did think he he played well. Bolt thought he was unbelievable. Yep. Thought Silvani was exceptional, to be honest. Um, very very happy with Soss's ha- game. Had some amazing efforts in the back line as well. Yeah, no, he was. You know, he he was brilliant. Um, just kept competing, kept offering an outlet kick, hit the scoreboard as well. He was he was just always there at the coal face. It was a very very good game from Silvani. And um, look, we've said he's probably become a bit too coachable mm. in terms of you just obviously can't say no, but, you know, that performance was bloody good. And, you know, that, that that was a bit of a man on the mission, I think, on Sunday at the G. And no, very proud of him. It was, you know, I, I really like Jack Silvani as a player. I'd love for him to stay at Carlson, probably not to play in that role on a full-time basis, but... What he offers to us is just beautiful. Some of his kicking was just unreal. There was one kick in the first quarter, which just went bang up the middle. I think it hit Jack Martin at the from literally one end of the center square to the other. He was mm. no, he was very good. Silvani cannot say a bad word about his game. Yep, agreed. Uh, and then a man who we've been waiting for this for for a few years now, Jack Martin. Um, yes, it was a very good game from Jack Martin. A very good game. And once again, it's filled that void of, you know, that third tall forward in Navy Blue and it provides another issue. And I guess, well, Jack Martin being there made Mr. Chaos himself, Sam Frost, have to go on to Martin, which left Weddle on Kerno. And Martin caused them headaches. And he caused Essendon headaches for a solid quarter as well. And, you know, I thought he was okay against the Gold Coast, but... I guess, you know, full-blown hit the scoreboard on the weekend. Six marks, three goals. Can't ask for much more out of Jackie Martin. No, that's what... And, and he was just really hard at the no, ball, he was I good. He was good. Um, so, if we can get more of that from him going forward, it's going to make a massive difference. And then, oh, he's, um he kicked a goal. Didn't uh, he really, was absolutely terrible. Didn't have an impact other than that. Absolutely well, terrible. That is the team analyze. No. Oh, you can take... I'm not doing this. Oh, Charlie's brother. Oh, did you purposely miss Charlie's brother? Well, he was definitely in the bottom handful of plays. He it was a bit. He wasn't. He wasn't horrible. He wasn't horrible. Kicked it at eighty-one percent. Don't want to talk about it. Like he wasn't horrible. He was just there. He was there. I think he'll play next week. I actually think he's a better chance to play than Matt Kennedy next week. I think. If they want to play George, I'll be at the expense of Kennedy. But, or maybe Cottrell will come in for Ed Kerno. I'm talking to myself here, aren't I? You don't want to talk about Charlie's brother? No? Are you going to say anything on the matter? Because he came back into... They rushed him back into the team when they saw Cottrell was suspended. And I thought it was great to see Charlie's brother. Good to catch up on a Sunday at the G. No, I don't know why he's playing either, but he wasn't. He's had far worse performances than that. He kicked it well. He wasn't too bad. Yeah. You done? Yeah, I'm, we're done. <laughs> Let's move on. Charlie's brother. You can speak about him. No, no, no. I don't to... like speaking about Charlie's brother either. No. I'm, but I'm someone done. has to talk about him. We can't leave him out. That's exactly what I'd like to happen. Well, you make me talk about Tommy and Patty. No, no, no. I, I think, in all seriousness, it's... Yeah. I, 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 I don't want to... I'm not speaking about it. What do you mean? He's such a loyal servant who tries every week. I'm not speaking... I think it's it's 
you know, people aren't going to... People are just going to remember him from this year. That's what people are going to... He's been playing like this for six years. But it's... No, no, no. Hang on. No, he is not. He has. I'm not saying he's been good, but this is... Let's talk about levels here. It's just how standards have raised. No, 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 no. It has. No, no, no. No. You're completely wrong. I'm sorry. He. This is... No. He's he, been like this for years. Okay. It's just our standards I've been, have raised. You've sucked me into speaking about him. I said I wouldn't, and now <laughs> I have. So, thank you. Um, let's end it there. Let's move on. Um, so, Charlie's brother in the books. 3-2-1 BNF votes. You've gone Chera... Mackay. Mackay. Akers. Akers. And I've gone Chera... Mackay Cripps. Cripper. Um... No Twitter questions this week from us, Bolt, but a VFL review must be spoken about because they had a whopping victory Ooh. over... A bit sad to see, but the Northern Bull Ants. Nah, um, smack them. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what do you have against the Bull Ants? Nothing against them. <laughs> Who cares if they're shit? No, I don't get... It's just they used to be part of us. Oh, I know so exactly like who they are. I know who they are. Bin's best done again, 29 and a goal. Um... Dow had three and 29. He got knocked out on the final siren. So that is unfortunate. Motlop, 23 and four, five marks and six tackles. So Motlop, you know, had a major impact. But uh, yeah, from all reports, Bins was the most damaging player on the day. I thought so watching on the stream. Uh, Great commentary as well by the great man Val Febo. It was unreal to hear him commentate our boys. Uh, Jack Carroll was great, I thought. Plowman was okay. Cowan was fantastic. He had 25. He was there commentating on Saturday. Yep. He commentated the game. Oh, I've just gone to the top of my Twitter here and he's currently posted a picture of himself. No, read the tweet, mate. <laughs> read the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Bolt's gone on Twitter and literally opened his Twitter and Val's come up first, but it's a picture of him at Wimbledon and it's an old picture. It's not from this year. Oh. He's a great man. I great commentator. A, I know he's one of your mates. I thought that was a quick fly. Um, yeah, so Cowan was great uh, with 25. O'Brien, pretty unsighted. He had 18, but didn't really impact the game. Lemmy had 10. Durden had 8. Marchbank back in the team. He had 6. So, uh, yeah, all well, around. Marchbank and Sam Durden would have maybe got a... What, who do you reckon would have played if Wiedering was out? Uh, Marchbank. So, you would have gone with the three prototype... Pro, they would have gone with Marchbank, Kemp, and McGovern... Who I see in my books... All three as interceptors. Yeah, as in like third tall defenders. Mm. I think they would have played... Nigel. <laughs> yes. The man who I thought might... What did I predict at the beginning of the year? You asked if someone, the most unlikely player to cement themselves in the 22. Oh, you said And I Sam said Durden. Sam Durden. Who did I say? In hindsight, my theory was right. I just picked the wrong player. It was Kemp. Yeah. Who did I go with in that? I reckon you went with... Who would I have gone with? I can't even remember. Maybe Hollands? Nah, because I thought he'd play first up. I've got no idea. Yep, I don't know who you went with. Maybe the Ruckman. Markov or something. I don't know. (laughs) I've got no idea who you went with. No. Big Dommy Aquay. He actually didn't play on the weekend, Dom. He'll come to me. Um, I might have gone with Jack Carroll. Yeah, I reckon you did go with Carroll. He was good on the weekend. Uh, Bolt, that's all. Let's speak about... We're going to introduce a segment here. Oh, yeah? A new segment on this podcast. Now, I don't like to be negative, you know that. But I think this is... Let's take 
let's add a bit of humor into the negativity. I am there's there's one thing, it's a new pet hate of mine when watching the football. I absolutely cannot stand it when I see players put one hand out to tackle. Yeah. Because that is not a tackle. No. That is not an attempted tackle. It's in a half ass it's a half That is a effort. that is a I'm gonna look like I'm doing something when in absolute when in reality you're absolutely doing nothing. Now there was a clear one. And you even when I mentioned this segment to you, you said straight away you knew you knew the incident I was talking about, Mister Owies. And if you're a regular listener on this show, you know that I like Matt Owies. You know that I'm a fan. There was see, one. See, this is there see, was one. You've already, ex- got, you've already gone wrong on this segment. When you're gonna be negative, don't backtrack and say you I'm not like backtracking. Him. No, no, no. I'm not backtracking. No, for the sake of the segment, you don't like Owies. Mate, this was absolutely inexcusable. Straight in the middle of the ground. It was terrible. When he did that, and it's... You're going to say it's a complete overreaction. I I wanted him subbed off. I think that... (laughs) Mate, if I'm a coach, and I'm not a coach, I'm not even close to being an under fours coach, but if I was in some bizarre alternate universe, a coach of an AFL team, I'd just make a rule. If you're going to... Don't, do don't, you, just don't do that. Why do you see you being a coach so far-fetched? Because I don't know enough. Well, David T coached. True, true, true. So, you know... There's... That's true. Sorry, I should be a coach. You don't have to be qualified. <laughs> no, but um, in all seriousness, I, I, I don't want to see that ever again. And no. we, you see it every week at ev- in every team, but I think that that is officially my new pet hate. I will be looking out for it every week for players who stick one arm out to show that they have tackled when, in fact, they are doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's a bit lazy. No, no, no. It's worse than lazy. It's completely abhorrent. And from now on, we will be inducting players into the One-Armed Bandit Club. And uh, Matt Owies is the first inductee into the One-Armed Bandits. Do you have any more pet hates? No, no. That is now officially my number one pet hate at the football is when players... Because they, they think they're getting away with it. Like, that'll happen... And they'll be like, oh, you know, looks like I tried to tackle. No, no, no. You see straight through that type of stuff. That's not an attempted tackle. That's just as lazy and as putrid as it gets. That's, It's my new pet hate. And Matto is, is officially a one-armed bandit. Well, stamp that in. Next week on the one-armed bandits, I'll give you some homework. You've got to bring one. Hopefully, you can't bring one. Hopefully, there are none. Hopefully not. Uh, is that the show for this week, Bolt, wrapped up? Yeah, well, just well, look. Yeah, it wasn't a great game to, you know, yap on about for no. a couple of hours. And but it's refreshing to see us play with a bit more speed and dash and a bit more of a focus to play a bit centrally. So it's been enjoyable the last two weeks. It's a bit of a shame that, you know, the last two wins have just been... Like, they've been good performances, just so boring. I feel like I'll never be satisfied. It's a bit of a yawn. You know what it's like? It's like these wins, it's like four or five years ago and winning was such a rarity... It was like such a novelty to win. The mm. whole thing was exciting. Every goal announced was like, oh, yeah. you've already blown your season. Don't <laughs> come and beat the the Hawks by 10 goals. But no, they were good. And look, look, I'll tell you what. Before we depart this episode... Well, hang on. I'm not going to make an announcement. No, 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 don't. I'm not going to make an announcement. No. Well, here, well this, I'm you're just, making an announcement. I'm just going to... No, no, you're no, making no. an announcement. I'm making a warning. It's a warning. Nah. It's a Come warning. On, no, no, no. The algorithm, the mathematicians, I set them out for a bit of homework. The conversations... Stop. 
The conversations will commence. I emphatically say it will commence if the Blues leave Perth with four points. We will be touching on LFC if the Blues come out of Perth with four points. We will not. Oh, no, no. I'm the president. I run this show. LFC, it's not going to necessarily be back, but we, we can touch on it. The Giants win in Alice Springs wasn't good. The draw wasn't good on Friday night, and the, a few people messaged me actually on Friday night. I'm sorry I didn't get back to you. I was drinking. But um, no, the draw isn't good, only because it makes percentage relevant, and the teams that drew have a superior percentage to us. But I'll tell you what, the Crows play Essendon this week as well. If the Blues get the Chockies this week, half a game out of the eight. Half a game out of the eight. The way I see it is as simple as this. Half a game. I don't care. Because we're not finishing above Collingwood. We're not finishing above Port, Brisbane, Melbourne. So that's your four. We're not finishing above the Dogs or the Saints. We're definitely not finishing above the Crows. And then I think there's no chance on earth we finish above Essendon or Geelong. I think we could finish 10th. It's not about who you think we're better than. It's how the fixture falls in place with LFC. Have you done a lot of predictors? I have. I don't think we'll make the eight. But all I'm saying is the conversation will resume because we'll, no, be, we'll no. be half a game out of the eight with seven to go. What are you talking about? No. What are you talking about? I'm just giving Come you on, the mate. raw numbers. Adelaide play Essendon this week. One of them has to lose. Carlton will be half a game out of the eight with a win in Perth. With... If. Yeah, no, no, I've said <laughs> the conversation will go through. LFC is back. If the Blues win. If the Blues win, LFC is back. You just said it's... Hang on. If you the, just said, if the Blues beat Frio, it's not back, but the conversation start. But well, you said we'll it's not ta- back. We'll be talking about it's it. It's not back. Well, when we talk about it's it... It's back. Hang on. LFC is back. Who have we got the week after? Port? Yeah. Well, there you go. Nah, they're going to... Well, there you go. Nah, so it, L, they're going to be so Jew. So Jew. We're going to get them at the most cherry ripe time ever. They, they're not going to go the whole season without another loss. Well, why not? Well, it's just, it's, it's almost not good for them to do that. They haven't lost since round three. No one's going 23 games in a row to win the flag. Well, you never know, mate. What I will uh, say, though, is LFC is certainly not back. It's not. It might be back if we beat Port. It, you oh, know if, if we beat Port, it is roaring because we've got West Coast the week after it's roaring with a win. if it wins the next two if Carlton get up and win the next two it's almost we can say three because then we've got the bye it's, it's it's one week at a time in LFC land you know that as well as me if the Blues go and beat Fremantle this week which is a very tough assignment in itself we'll be talking about it team changes does Bins ever get a crack no I don't think he'll play this week um well, I think the conversation is, does Cottrell come straight back in? I, I don't think he can. Not for Charlie's brother? No, no, that guy will go out, but for someone else. Not Cottrell. I think it's time to see Bins or it's time to see Carol. I, I, I don't have an issue with Cottrell, but I'd like to see... I don't, is, he a, is he a straight walk-up? Maybe he's the sub. That's where I like Cottrell. I, he's a good sub. I... Uh, Cottrell played well against the Gold Coast. 
I think Cottrell will come in, come in for Charlie's brother. And that'll be the only change? Well, depending on the availability of the Ruckman. If, well, Pitonet's not going to play. If De Conning's available, he'll play instead of Young. Otherwise, I don't see where else the changes are made. All right. We'll Maybe Chincotta drops out. Probably not. Maybe Kennedy for George. Maybe Kennedy for George. That's the only other change. Bolt, thank you. No worries. Listen to our mid-season review. Uh, the great man, Nick Wishart, he joined us for our mid-season review, and that is out now on all your favorite podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, I don't even, whatever they are, they're all there. Um, be sure to tune in, leave a rating, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, if you'd like to. If you don't want to, that's very fine. I wouldn't blame you, but get around us if you can, and um, I think that's all. Yes, and if you're going to be in Perth this weekend on Sunday, I'll beat the Camfield from 11.30am drinking. So, actually, I'll be there at 11.10. So, why? Well, it's when the footy starts, the first game of the day. True, true. Oh, no, I'm not a degenerate. (laughs) I don't start drinking usually at 11am. Thank you, Bolt. Good luck this week in Perth. We'll see you no, when you're back you. and the no. pod will be... We'll do the pod on Monday night, I think. No, I'm flying back Monday night. Okay, we'll do it on... Ooh. We'll have to reassess. Tuesday's not a good day in our schedules, is it? No, it could be a Wednesday. We'll, we'll work it out. We'll work Might it out. be a Zoom job. Might be a Zoom job. We'll see you next week. Go Blues. Go Blues. And they will know that-